EO Fire 1305. Don't change your act, change your audience. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. EOFire.com is your go-to resource for everything you need to rock your entrepreneurial journey. Ignite. Your company is only as good as the people you hire, and finding good people isn't always easy. Find your perfect candidate today. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Lisa Sasevich. Lisa, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared to ignite. Yes! <laughs> Honored with the Distinguished Mentor Award from the Business Expert Forum at the Harvard Faculty Club and ranked on the Inc. 500 5000 of America's fastest growing private companies two years in a row, Lisa, the queen of sales conversion, teaches experts who are making a difference how to get their message out and enjoy massive results without being salesy. Lisa, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Awesome. Well, my, my personal life, we're actually in it. It's very integrated with my business life. So still $30 million of sales later, uh, clients in 134 countries wow. later. I'm working from home with a very modest team and, you know, getting to make that difference that I just, it was beyond my wildest dreams uh, to be able to do it this big, this way, and be the mommy that was always part of my wildest dreams. So, you know, for those of you that are juggling momhood, dadhood, parenthood, right, and your entrepreneurial business, I just want to be an inspiration for you that you can do all of that, plus travel, plus give, all, you know, we're going to have my son's bar mitzvah at the wall in Jerusalem in June. Wow. I mean, really, uh, what you're teaching, the guests that you're bringing on, the path that you open up for people, it, it, it is the key to all of this. So I'm so fired up to be here. Well, Lisa, I'm excited too, because I actually look at you as such an ideal EO Fire guest. Because number one, like I've got to meet you in person a few times, which I always love when I get to meet people before I bring them on the show, because it really allows me to kind of sense your energy, feel your vibe. And you are exactly in person, you know, just in a one-on-one conversation, the same person you are on stage, on video, on other podcasts, et cetera. And Fire Nation, that is what I kind of want to teach you first and foremost from Lisa, even before she gets going here is that authenticity is the road that she used to success. It's the road that I used to success. And don't worry if your voice, your natural voice doesn't come immediately. It takes time. It takes doing the thing like these podcasts, like videos, et cetera, to get there. And Lisa, you've generated a lot of revenue in a lot of different areas over the years. What are the ways today in 2016 that you are bringing in the dollars? I love that. You're making me holla. Talk <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the, we are, we're, we really have a simple model here. And what, what's beautiful about a simple model is it's easy to emulate it right into what you do. And the way we bring in the dollars is really by being super crystal clear on what 
our irresistible offer is. And our irresistible offer happens to be showing you how to make irresistible offers. And then we, you know, I, I, we just get our offer out to as many places as we can that our ideal clients are already gathering. So be it live stages, be it a teleseminar or a webinar, using video, podcasts. Once you know your offer and then you take that time, and this does take putting your head down a little. I mean, we had to do this, but now it's served us for over seven years. You craft a presentation. We call it a signature talk that leads to your offer. You, We use that tool in our business primarily for everything we do from a recent seven-figure online launch into our one of our flagship programs that teaches that. It's called Speak to Sell with over a thousand clients in it this wow. year to being interviewed on a podcast. I don't have to recreate the wheel every single time I have an opportunity because I know my irresistible offer and I know how to lead to it. And and that's really also my mission is to teach other experts, heart-centered entrepreneurs, how to have that tool. Because honestly, I cannot imagine how people do business without it. Waking up every day, reinventing the wheel. What's my offer? What am I going to talk about? It's exhausting. And really, between you and I, we're, who are, we're both so up and under, you know, supporting the entrepreneur, right. I think it's one of the key reasons that entrepreneurs fail is not having that tool. So you can tell I'm fired up about that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, it just it's a game changer for for those of us that want to make a difference and want to make money doing it. And it's the same thing we're doing. It's how we make our bucks. Lisa, one thing I love about you and a quality that you possess that I absolutely adore is your willingness to get vulnerable. I've seen you get vulnerable on stage, on videos, via podcasts, blog posts, like you name it, like you get vulnerable on many different levels. And that's actually why I was so fired to bring you on this show because with EO Fire, I always start the first major story with the worst entrepreneurial moment. And frankly, some of my guests can't go there. They try and they skirt around it and they get vague and I have to pull them back in or really hold their feet to the fire. And even then, sometimes it's still a struggle. But with you, I just know it's not going to be because, again, I've seen you and you're just great at being vulnerable. So take us to that specific moment in time that you would consider to this day your worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. I loved when I saw this was one of your questions and it made me actually curious about you. So I went on your website and I saw your story about yeah. being in that car and, you know, just how it felt each day that you had to close the door and get in that car. And frankly, my story is not that different. I, I had made it to the top of the game out of college working for Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. It, you know, I had the territory you would want. I had the drugs you would want, right? I was representing <laughs> Viagra. Give me those drugs. How hard is it to push Viagra, right? I mean, I was on the launch team for when Viagra first came oh, out. Lord. So it was like the dream, you know, job with the dream company giving with the San Diego territory, giving candy to babies, right? I mean, there were chiropractors calling me for Viagra. I'm like, sorry, wow. not really on my list. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm supposed to be working with a urologist right now. But, you know, so I had everything you could want and the company car. And it was the same thing. I would close the door to go drive around. And I just was not passionate about it. I was great at it. I was winning all the top sales awards. 
but I wasn't passionate. And, you know, what I did get impassioned about, it was a time in my life where my mom had passed away some years prior and I was kind of looking for influence, looking for inspiration. And I got really into personal development and self-development. And that's what I was doing on the nights and the weekends. I just wanted to make a difference, you know, become all I could be, plus show others how. And eventually I could just feel the tear inside me of a double life, like something nine to five for money that I'm supposed to do. And then the things that my heart wants to do all around, you know, expansion and getting uncomfortable and stretching who I am and helping other people do that. And so eventually I couldn't take it anymore. And I mean, no one could believe it when I handed back the company car. You have to give back all the points that you earned as a sales rep for to win all your prizes. It's like giving back platinum status on an airline, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and to walk away from that, it, they make it hard on purpose. What was the hardest moment within that? Go, yeah. go to the one moment okay, that you were yeah. walking away and you was just like, oh, what is going on here? It was handing in the car, literally, like you, you hand in a car and you don't have one. Like, should I call you a taxi right now? <laughs> right. Well, then you have to go on, I don't know, some insurance that's really expensive and not so great. But yeah, you, there wasn't even an Uber to pick me up at the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and then I stepped over the line. You know, the other scary but exciting part was I went to just kind of give at a small training company that I believed in, a company that was teaching relationship work, teaching communication. It had made a huge difference difference for me. And and actually, this is the moment, John. It, it's a little further out in the story. It's right here. I I thought, you know, I'm a, I'm a badass salesperson. I was winning all these awards. I'm going to step into this company. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to blow it up. Well, boy, did I have a lesson in store. And, and there's a couple things that I learned that maybe some of you who you made, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars for other companies. And then you said, I'm going to do that for me. You may have had the same rude, rude awakening. I don't know. But for me, all of a sudden, I went from selling this tangible thing to this intangible thing, right? Like self-growth, per personal development. And so I got this rude awakening when I tried to sell an intangible. It's like if you're selling coaching or consulting or a service where they're not walking out with something, I found that it was a whole different ball game, right? That I had to like learn sales all over again and and that sales actually didn't work. It really had to be more about inviting pursuit, making an invitation that had the person lean in versus all the old model of handling objections and pushing people over the line. So the first strike against me was that it was, you know, staring someone in the face that I knew I could change their life with our courses and and trying to get this intangible, this coaching, this training that we were selling over the line into where they could see what was possible too. And then like the second piece that, that was like the, the slap on the other side of my face was when, when I found that I cared about it. Like all of a sudden I cared about what I was offering. So they couldn't see it. It was intangible and my heart was in it. So now it was like personal. You know, it actually mattered to me if they said yes or no. I, I felt like it was a turning point in their life. It was important so now, you know, my way with words almost disappeared. I became tongue-tied in situations where I always used to know what to say, you know, and then the more ownership I had, in fact, I even started as I got good at being able to make my offer for the intangibles, as I got good at getting it over the line, the things that I cared about that were transformational, 
the nail in the coffin <laughs> was like when it became mine, when I actually did start consulting on my own work on how I was doing it. Oh my gosh, if it's intangible, you care about it. And then it's yours, like you created it. It's your system, your coaching, your consulting, your modality, right? Your certification, like fill in the blanks, your wealth system. You can probably fill in anything that any of you do. If it's yours, I mean, now it's personal. Now it's uncomfortable. Now a yes or a no is it doesn't feel like it's for them. It feels like very direct hit to you. And so I got this big reality of why so many people that I had been around that had these amazing gifts. And I always said, why are you the best kept secret? Why don't we just teach you some sales? Everybody needs to know about you. Why don't you just get out there? Well, when I tried to do it with that, with that lineup of intangible, caring about it, and when it became mine, I realized that there was a whole different paradigm needed, different mindset, different way of going about it. And that is when I stumbled on the irresistible offer, that there was a way to do it. It was just totally different than what I had been doing in the old model. Does that make sense? It does. And I love your phrase going from the tangible thing to the intangible thing, because I think a lot of people that are listening right now, like you, Fire Nation, that are right now maybe doing that tangible thing, like you're handing a blue pill with a no name and a trusted <laughs> company stamped on it. You're handing it to them, this tangible thing. Like, you think, hey, I can do this for myself. But again, it's the company that's built the trust. You know, you have the entire logistical system to back you up and advertising on television or radio. And then you go for yourself. You're like, oh, I was just like a, a piece of that clog. And now I need to be all of that thing. Like I need to do all the things from the beginning. And that is such a shift that so many people struggle with. And Lisa, I love how you shared how you struggled with going from that tangible to the intangible. And, and that is something that you really need to work on Fire Nation and really get it simple when you start. But now I do want to shift, Lisa, because you shared some incredible aha moments you had during that transformation. Yep. But take us to one of your greatest aha moments to date. Take us to that moment in time and really tell us that story. I didn't know when I was there in that small personal development training company for six years and, and through, it was my lab. We were able to get from $300,000 to $1.3 in in serving clients in, in about three years. And that was my lab for figuring out how do you sell the intangible? How do you sell coaching, training, service, you know, professional services? So that was my lab. And I started to stumble onto this piece about the offer and what needs to be in the presentation. What are all the markets? Markers we need to hit so that that intangible becomes tangible in their mind. They can see it. They can touch the possibility. They can feel it as if they were holding a product. I didn't know that there was an in, there were industry after industry of people that were trying to do that. I didn't know that the whole market that are now my clients of coaches, coaches, authors, experts, you know, speakers, service professionals, that they were, that there was a market, you know, billions of dollars market of people who want to make a difference and couldn't figure that out. So we started making our presentation, having 50 to 80% of the people listening to it saying yes. And for me, that was a dream come true only because I wanted them to have the difference that this course would make. When I saw that there was a bigger context that I could help more people by sharing what I figured out, 
I started to get out there and on small groups, like little groups of meetup groups, meeting in the back of an olive garden restaurant somewhere where there's like an accordion door and you can hear the restaurant behind you, but you're speaking. Okay, wait, <laughs> you're going down a path that I really want to talk about for a second <laughs> because I love that because I think so many people are scared. It's like, well, you know, Lisa, I see it, you know her video. She's on stage. There's hundreds of people in the audience. They're all just like looking up at her in awe because of the name she's built, et cetera. Take us to the first meetup you had and just share with Fire Nation that, hey, you got to start somewhere. I love it. So, you know, there I am. It was the Olive Garden. It was in Tucson, Arizona. I didn't know anyone. My then husband was in school to become a surgeon. So he was gone, gone. We had a newborn. We had a three-year-old. And I would would get enough money for a babysitter, leave the house at about 1030 a.m., get there, set up. There'd usually be a group of maybe 30 people. I would give my talk at lunchtime while they're clanking and they're eating and I can hear the restaurant behind the accordion door. (laughs) And, you know, they didn't know me. I had no name. I had an AOL account and my expertise, guys. I didn't have online products. I didn't have opt-in pages. I didn't have a shopping cart. Couldn't take a check, right? I mean, I had my AOL account. I could only take a check in cash. Couldn't take a check in my business (laughs) name. There was no business. And so I just want you to know, you want to listen to what I'm saying, even if you're just starting or you want to make a transition, that's it. I just had my expertise. But it was structured. So I would go in and I would give some very specific teaching that they could digest while they were eating. And and then I would make my (laughs) invitation. And again, there were just certain markers that I had learned that you have to hit for people to easily be able to go, oh, yeah, I wasn't thinking of that, but I need that. I I want that and, and I want it now. And so usually, John, of about 30 people, maybe six people would say, Sure, I'll take, you know, a couple hours of coaching from you for it was two ninety seven, three hundred dollars back in the day. You know, these rates do not still apply. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if I had six people say yes, that was eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. That was six people that I got to have two calls with to help them with their offer. And, you know, then I would I would go grocery shopping, probably run by and pay the rent and then pick up my kids, you know, and then the next day I would deliver those, you know, that week I would deliver those sessions. And I have to tell you, like doing that maybe three times a month, all of a sudden I was making $60,000 a year just doing that. And then the people who bought the little package, they would buy more. Before I knew it, my business was starting to grow. And then the referrals start because you've proven yourself to them. Exactly. Real quick but important question. How did you get the 30 people in the room back when you were first starting? That's a beautiful piece. When you know your offer, you don't need to put the 30 people in the room. It's, it, it, you know, to be able to go out and provide value for free. See, this is not about becoming a speaker, a right. keynote speaker. This is about using your presentation or your speaking to get in front of groups that already exist and provide value. So we're doing it right now. Right. I mean, I didn't fill this room. Right. You did. And you invited me as a guest because I'm clear about what I offer and, you know, I'm going to bring value. And every single one of us can do that. And if I could, John, I'll give you the, the one sentence that captures my biggest aha. That is the core, I really believe, of our success and, and all of the people we've been able to help get successful. Hit us with it. All right. It's from my dad. He was a world famous ventriloquist. Okay. He traveled the world three times with his dummy, like one act. And he he was on the Ed Sullivan show twice. I mean, you know, he was, he was big as a ventriloquist and uh, well, well known. And the first time that I got in front of a room of 60 people and I made my invitation, I did my presentation. And when I, when I stepped off that little platform, 
I had made $10,000 just with my advice. You know, in 90 minutes, I had made $10,000. My hands were shaking. I, I couldn't believe it. That's what was my goal as an entrepreneur to do a month, $10,000 a month. But I did it in an hour and a half. I, I lay in bed that night at the retreat center where I was speaking and my dad, it was like his spirit visited me. Like we're Jewish, but it was kind of like the ghost of Christmas past sort of thing, <laughs> right? And uh, it was something that as he got older, he had said over and over and he's passed away now, but it came back to me. And, and here's what he said, because I was laying there thinking, praying to God, God, how can I help more people with this? How can this become what I do all the time? And here's what my dad said. He had said it a million times, but I heard it like the first time. He said, Lisa, don't change your act, change your audience. And I was like, oh my God. I, he said this a million times, but that's right. Don't change my act. I have my presentation. I know my offer. Now all there is for me to do and all my company needs to do is we just need to get my act. We now call it our speak to sell signature talk, right? And we teach others how to do that. We just need to get that into as many groups where our ideal client already is gathering, to go back to your question, right? As many groups that where our ideal client is already gathering as possible. And, and that is my highest use now in our company is whenever I can be out there giving value to anywhere where I, our ideal clients might be and inspiring them to have your act and your offer together. It opens up everything. It changes everything. So don't change your act. You don't need to reinvent something new with everything you do. You just need to take the time, get it structured. That's what we're here for. And, and then your job is simply to put it in front of as many of your ideal clients as you can find. Lisa, I'm going to challenge you now. We're going to go back to the beginning part of the question. What you just shared there was beautiful and fire nation. I really hope that you absorbed, especially that last section. Like Whatever you're doing, it might not be the wrong thing. You might just be in front of the wrong people. So do that. I love that. Give Fire Nation, people that are just starting off, two or three quick tips. And I'm going to keep you to under 30 seconds on this one. Okay. This okay. is the challenge. Two All to right. three tips. How did you first get those 30-ish people into a room back when you first started, back when you were a nobody, back when you didn't have any name, any understanding of what you were doing? Go. I got in front of rooms of 30 people that already existed by a simple Word document that shared, this is my talk. It's called Boost Sales Using Irresistible Offers. These are the things that I'll teach. Three simple bullets, right? And here's what you'll get from our time together. And the, the, the clincher here is knowing that there are more people out there looking to book a, someone who can come in and provide value, a good speaker, for free than there are speakers who are ready to do it. And where did you distribute this Word doc to? Um, I would go on meetup.com. Um, once you get your uh, local, I started local, um, yeah. the Chamber of Commerce, uh, looking for any kind of entrepreneurial business groups, women's groups in my case, went to NABO, went to eWomen Network. And here's the, another key. Once you get the first one, it's, it's over, man. You're in because every little audience, that audience of 30, I said, how many of you go to other groups that need to hear what I have to say? There you go. Nine people raised their hand. I booked three more gigs. We never, never look for gigs. We teach this in our Speak to Sell Bootcamp. It's called turning one gig into many. You will never pursue when, you know, when you're ready. Being ready is the key. Here's what I call it. Assume the throne. <laughs> you have got to assume the throne. I'm ready. I crowned myself the queen of sales conversion in 2009. 
And no one ever questioned me, John. Right. I'm (laughs) the king of podcasting, baby. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We grow into it. Then you became that, right? You became that. I love it. I love it. So Fire Nation, just get scrappy. Get out there. You know, take, hire a photographer. Have them go and take pictures of you while you're presenting, you know, for your five-minute spiel during this group. Take a videographer, put it up on your website. Be like, hey, I do these things. Yeah, I only did one, but I do these things. Now you have testimonies. You have things. You have things you can just run off of with. And wow, do we have a lot to get to. Lisa, you have a lot of things that you're excited about right now. What's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? <laughs> Well, today, right now, in this moment, because I, you know, I can feel we just want to give like, here's the tips, here's how to do it. I'm fired up to give that. And so uh, we have a book, it went bestseller uh, called Boost Your Sales how to use irresistible offers without being salesy that, you know, you gave me the beautiful, beautiful opening to be able to gift to your listeners. And so I'm fired up for you guys to actually try this onto your business for you to map it on. What are the elements to making your offer irresistible? How can it work for your particular business, whether you're a lawyer, the medical field, you think you can't make offers in your field. I especially want you to take a look (laughs) at these steps um, because you're, you could be limiting yourself. You could have a huge opening. And so um, for all of you that would like to receive this gift, our best-selling book, and it's it's a pretty quick read straight to the teaching, uh, you can get it at boostyoursalesbook.com forward slash EO fire boostyoursalesbook.com forward slash EO fire. And you want to make sure to use that forward slash EO fire because for you guys, we've also attached a training, an online training to go with the book. So look for that. You'll get the book and then you'll get the option if you want the 90 minute online training that walks you through exactly how to make an offer irresistible. And it is the key to being ready for anything. Fire Nation, if you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, to EO Fire, if you are part of Fire Nation, you need to take the time to make the most of these gifts. Boost your sales book dot com slash EO fire. Get on over there. Grab the book. Grab the free training. Be a person of action. And we're about to enter the lightning round, Lisa. So hold on tight. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Your company is only as good as the people you hire. And let's face it, hiring isn't always easy. Posting to multiple job sites, then shuffling through dozens of resumes and applications is tiring and frustrating, almost to the point where you don't even want to hire someone anymore. But without help, you can't grow and scale your business. Good thing we've got ZipRecruiter.com, where you can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click. Once you've posted, you'll be instantly matched to candidates from over 6 million resumes. Just post once and within 24 hours, watch your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it right now for free. Find your perfect candidate before they go to someone else. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire to get started. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Lisa, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I was born for the lightning round. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was not clear on my offer. What did I offer distinct from everybody else around me? So I just kept being the number two person, supporting people who were clear until my clarity came. And bam, that is when you assume the throne. What is the best advice you've ever received? Here it is. It's a writer downer, okay? 
Be the client you want to attract. If you don't want refunds, stop refunding. If you want awesome clients that do the work, do the work. If you want people who say yes on the spot and take action, say yes on the spot and take action. Fire Nation, that's a writer downer, as Lisa would say. (laughs) What's a personal habit, Lisa, that contributes to your success? I used to overthink everything. I would have like committee meetings on any decision I was going to make. <laughs> and then I turned this corner, be the client I want to attract. And, the, you know, the first time I did it, I went big. I, I invested almost $100,000 wow. in a coaching program that li- we did not have. But you know what? That is what has me able to stand on a stage, to talk to someone who's ready and say, you know what? If you invest that in our structures, I'm comfortable with that because I've stood in your shoes. I know what it takes, right? And and it pays. It pays to step up that big. So I do it all the time now. And I notice when I'm not, and it feels incongruent when I am not being the client I want to attract. Lisa, I've seen your shoes and I would be like six foot four in your shoes. I love them. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually sort of short, so I wear high heels. I think that's what he's talking about. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Aside from BoosterSalesBook.com forward slash EO (laughs) Fire, if there were one other tool that I love, um, we use a simple tool in-house called HiRise. And it's just a place when I'm coaching clients that I can be taking notes, that I can have the appropriate team members be able to go in and look at. And uh, it really works for us as a company to keep track of our higher level clients. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join BoosterSalesBook.com slash EO Fire on our (laughs) bookshelves, what would that book be and why? Okay, this book changed my life. I've given out thousands of copies. It's called The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity by Edwin Gaines, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. And I highly recommend uh, the whole thing, but chapter one will give you a new view on the word tithing. And since I started that experiment of tithing, 10% of everything that comes my way and our company's way to people, places, and institutions that feed me spiritually and remind me of who I am, last year we contributed over $600,000 just straight giving and it is it is the thing. It, it's like the lube of what makes everything work, makes everything fun, makes everything worth it. So Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity by Edwin Gaines. Lisa, let's end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance with Fire Nation, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Well, definitely, um, you know, connecting through me through receiving at boostyoursalesbook.com forward slash EO fire. I just I would love for you to have and use our gifts. No charge for reporting miracles. You can also go anytime to lisasasevich.com. S-A-S-E-V-I-C-H, lisasasevich.com. We've always got our next upcoming training, live event, tons of free uh, content that you can immediately use to boost your sales. So, you know, just come into our world and allow us to lift you up in our community as well. And a parting piece of guidance. Get the book and start tithing. Do a six-month experiment. When I started, I could barely pay my bills. And I, I can't even tell you how fast it made everything I ever wanted happen. It's, it's all in the giving even when you're, when you're selling, when you're making offers, make sure that you're giving first. When you're giving first, everything works. 
Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with LS and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Lisa in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, and of course, boostyoursalesbook.com slash eofire is the place you want to go for killer gifts and everything that Lisa has going on is also at her website, lisasasevich.com. Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, Lisa, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're ready to share your voice and message with the world, freepodcastcourse.com is for you. Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast for free and ignite.